Welcome to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Well, 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 here we are again, the middle of August. It's a Sunday, August 14th, and this is the Sunday edition of the Truth Hurts program. Coming to you from the front seat of the old F-250 as I traverse down to the Big Sleazy, the crime capital of the USA, a place which has probably is on par with the most murders per capita of any city in the nation. I listened to a press conference the other day from Superintendent of Police for the City of New Orleans, a African american 13% hyphenated minority guy who is, I guess, experienced as a cop, but through political pandering and patronage and tit-for-tat, a little here and a little there and a little give back and a little takeaway, he has finally made it to the ranks of the superintendent of police. And this man, when he be speaking to you, it be sound like he be coming from somewhere. You ain't understand what he's saying. I'm saying, nah, me. He like tried to use the big words, try to pronunciate them, you know, pronunciate them, but he be pronouncing it wrong. And then sometimes he try to use big words that don't fit what he be trying to say. You heard? You know what I'm saying? Nah, me. He's sitting there on the television, trying to explain that. He has cleared all of his officers in an internal investigation following a 911 call that a woman frantically made to the police department in New Orleans through their 911 emergency response system. The woman, and I don't want to be racist, sounded Caucasian. The 911 operator, not so much. The woman was calling because during broad daylight in late day of July of this year, a woman called 911 to report a sexual assault, a rape in progress. She said, there is a woman lying in between two buildings and there is a man with his pants down raping her please send help this woman cannot fight off her attacker and I am in no position to do so oh wait there's a policeman right there and she goes and runs and tells a guy who she thought was a New Orleans police officer a man in uniform with a badge with a gun with some sort of official looking patch or seal or shield or badge that said New Orleans on it. And the man ignored the caller who was still on the line with 911. The man simply walked away. The woman then says, wait, I see a police car, what looks like a police car with two police officers in it. I'm gonna try and flag them down. And they ignored her. Didn't even turn their heads. Perhaps their windows were up. Perhaps they were listening to rap music. Perhaps they were busy talking about a little something, something that they was going on in their personal life. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You heard me? They drove right by. Meanwhile, a woman was raped in broad daylight in the open in the French Quarter of the city of New Orleans. One of the most highly traveled areas of the city. 
a tourism mecca, the tourist destination for people coming to New Orleans. And a woman was being raped, forcibly raped in the middle of the street. And after a week, two week, two and a half week investigation by the Public Integrity Division, the internal affairs grouping of the New Orleans Police Department, the police chief, Sean Ferguson, got up on front, front of the microphone and he said, the Alpha investigation, our findings found that there was no wrongdoing by any of the police in this matter. And that we did eventually send someone to respond to the sexual assault reported, the alleged, alleged secretary sexual response, sexual assault attack that was reported by the caller who said, that she saw police, but it was not police. The man where she approached was not a New Orleans police. He was with the constable office. He was a constable, not a New Orleans police. Listen, to someone visiting from out of town, you don't know whether it's a constable, a civil sheriff, a criminal sheriff, a border patrol agent, a New Orleans policeman, a security guard, a member of military police, FBI, CIA, NCIS, LGBTQ, it doesn't matter. She was on the phone with 911 for multiple minutes and not a single sound of a siren. No one came while a woman was being violently raped sexually assaulted unconscious on a public street in the French Quarter. My Truth Hurts program listeners, how many times have I said to you, how many times have I urged, warned, begged you to not come to New Orleans, Louisiana, USA? Because it is a crime-ridden cesspool of human filth overrun by a certain 13% hyphenated American minority that happens to be about 65 to 70% of the population of the city that forgot to care. I know it's supposed to be the city that care forgot. Care didn't forget. Care left on purpose. Care left town with white flight in the 1970s, 1980s. 1990s and continuing today. Hell, the only white people that are still in the city of New Orleans cannot afford to leave because of gropey Joe Biden's inflation, gropey Joe Biden's empty shelves, gropey Joe Biden's recession, stagflation caused by the Biden administration and their miserable handling of the economy for the first year and a half of his presidency. And that clown, Joe Biden, reading whatever they put on his cue card, I'd love to have a magic marker and three minutes in front of the cue cards that are given to Joe Biden. I would write some things and let him tell you the truth. But those who are pulling his strings, pushing his buttons, those with their hands so far up Biden's rectum that they can actually control his mouth with their finger and thumb, continue to write lie 
after lie after lie after fabrication after false story fake news phony information he's too feeble-minded too much of a mental midget too much of a vegetable of the brain to be able to understand that what he is saying not true not even close to true Joe Biden stood before a podium last week and said, I want to read you, I want to talk about the United States inflation, read a number to you. I want to say one word about the economy, one, one word, it's actually one, one number. The number is zero, zero. That's the inflation for the month of July 2022, 0%. Bullshit, straight up, out and out lie. Inflation, Mr. Biden, is always measured year over year. What does this year July inflation number look like when compared to last year July inflation number? The real number, Mr. Biden, was 8.5%. Now, it doesn't seem like a very high number, does it? Eight and a half percent? Man, wouldn't mind getting that as a return on my investment. That would be nice. Put a CD, a certificate of deposit in the bank and earn 8.5 instead of 0.003. compared to last year. That means in July of 2021, Joe Biden had been in office one year and that inflation was higher than it was the year before, when Donald Trump was your president. But we don't want to go and do in comparison between feeble-minded Joe and businessman Donald. Hands down, Joe loses. So they made up a lie and said, oh, I was 0% in July. Might have been 0% increase between June of this year and July of this year, meaning it held steady at what was 9% 9.1% from the year before. Nothing to brag about, Gropey Joe. He lied and said 0%. Now, for those of you who don't understand, it was actually 8.5. If you bought something a year ago in July 2021 for a dollar, it now costs you $1.8.5 this year. And you put that on top of the 7% the year before from July of 20 to July of 21. Well, that's quite a bit higher now, isn't it? Yes, it is. But while Joe Biden is lying and telling everyone crime is getting better on his watch, the FBI crime statistics say otherwise. Simply walk down the streets of New Orleans, Louisiana, or turn on the news, better yet, I wouldn't recommend you walk down the streets of New Orleans. Not on any good day, much less any normal day, especially not any bad day. A woman was brutally raped, unconscious, on a street in broad daylight while people watched, not knowing whether the rapist was armed, not willing to put their lives on the line. They didn't take an oath to serve and protect the people. They did have the courage to make a phone call. 911 kind of hemmed and hawed and eventually sent cops out to investigate. But by then, of course, 
a rapist, well, he emptied his magazine and he took off. They say he might have been mentally ill, you think? Of course, the description of the alleged rapist wasn't given so that the public could maybe say, yeah, I just saw that guy, African-American male wearing dark blue jeans and a white feeder t-shirt and an afro with a pick sticking out and a tattoo that said, yo mama a hoe on his left arm. That's not the description. We didn't get the description. You see, if it would have been a white guy, you know, a redneck bubba, we would have known his height, his weight, his hair color, what kind of beard or mustache or goatee he had, whether he had a mullet or not. We'd have known how short his hair was or how long. We would have known in vivid detail the jeans he was wearing, the boots and the shirt, and what the shirt said on it. Probably MAGA, right? We would have known whether or not he was wearing a MAGA hat. We would have known in vivid detail that the white assailant had a scar above his left eye or perhaps a piercing. But when they don't give you the description on the news in New Orleans, Louisiana, you can bet your mother's t-shirt that the assailant, the suspect, the criminal thug animal is most likely a 13% hyphenated American, Blafrican descendant minority, you know, one of those people. But the news media is either scared or has been threatened with, we won't do any any more in- interviews with you if you keep telling people the truth that it's black people be raping these people, it's black people be carjacking out there, it's black people be robbing, it's black people be selling the drugs, it's black people that be doing the home invasions, it's black people that be stealing cars and lifting door handles in the middle of the night. Just like if you hear the phrase, the N-word, you know damned well what N stands for. It's a nasty word. Nobody wants to hear it. But it's okay if the people for whom that word is designated, it's okay if they say it. They call each other the N-word right in the middle of the street. They call white people the N-word. That's okay. They have the right. They have black privilege. They can say the N-word that rhymes with bigger, that rhymes with jigger, that rhymes with Winnie the Pooh's best friend, Tigger. But you can't say the N-word. You can't say that word if you are not one of the people for whom that word is the descriptor. The malcontents who run the city of New Orleans, the mayor, the chief of police, the recently acquitted district attorney who openly did not pay his taxes. He got that from the mayor. She didn't pay her taxes either. They got elected for one reason and one reason only their race, their ethnicity, their blackness. That's the only reason they were elected. Not because they were capable, competent, educated, experienced, qualified. 
Nope, not at all. Not even a little bit. They got elected based not on the content of their character, but on the color of their skin. The antithesis, the exact opposite, the 180 degree shift from phase of the dream of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther Kang Jr., a man who was also accused of multiple sexual assaults of infidelity to his wife. It's a cultural thing. If you don't understand the culture, if you don't live in the culture, we can't expect you white people to understand what we bees going through, what we bees done being go through, what we bees going to go through in the future until we can have all you white people in chains picking cotton for us in the middle of the field. A woman was brutally raped unconscious in a public environment in plain view of tourists in the city of New Orleans most prized neighborhood the historic French Quarter nothing was done to stop it nothing's ever done to prevent it and the suspect will probably never be caught because the city is too afraid to give a, an accurate description of the suspect. Most other cities say, a woman was brutally raped today in the French Quarter or the downtown district or the whatever. The suspect was described as a male African-American from 5 foot 10 to 6 foot 1 weighing about 185 pounds dark skin wearing blue jeans a gray hoodie sunglasses he had a tattoo of Satan on his left arm and a teardrop on his, under his right eye the suspect was last seen pulling up his pants shaking off his honky tonk and walking westbound if you have any idea where this brutal rapist might be please call crime alert or crime stoppers or the, the so and so police department at this following phone number you can remain anonymous and if your tip leads to an arrest you could be eligible for a reward of up to blank dollars Nope, not in New Orleans. No description given. None. Not even a hint. But they did mention that if you called the Crime Stoppers with any tips that lead to an arrest, you might be eligible for a reward. The Biden administration is pushing. I don't know. I didn't watch the news Friday afternoon. I was busy. They're expected to sign into law the lie known as the Inflation Reduction Act. That's what they're expected to do. But there's nothing in the bill that even remotely addresses reductions in Joe Biden's inflation. Joe Biden, who is directly responsible for the inflation, 
the inflationary period we now find ourselves in, his direct actions and his direct inactions have caused month after month after month after month after month of historic inflation numbers not seen for over 40 years. 41 years, actually. The July figure. 41 years. He caused it. 100% he caused it. He did not take the blame. He did not accept responsibility for causing it. No. Not Joe Biden. He tried to blame Russia. Tried to blame Vladimir Putin. Tried to blame a war in the Ukraine on the other side of planet Earth. Tried to blame big oil, who had nothing to do with baby formula going up in price, or eggs, bacon, milk, cheese, bread, meat. Tried to blame big oil for the massive, across-the-board inflation that he and his economic advisors caused. Oh, but guess what? Gasoline prices dropped about 30 cents a gallon from the high historic, never-before-seen high national average price for a gallon of unleaded well over $5 per gallon. Never before seen in the history of our nation. Joe Biden caused it. Joe Biden refused to accept responsibility for causing it. But boy, when it went down 30 cents the next month, because people simply couldn't afford to drive anymore, because people couldn't afford to buy groceries, so they stopped driving in favor of getting groceries. Because people couldn't afford health care. People could not afford basic, fundamental living expenses, rent, electricity. They slowed down their driving. That allowed some of the refineries to play a little bit of catch up. Therefore, supply increased slightly demand decreased and prices dropped 30 cents. Joe Biden caused prices to rise $3 a gallon. He didn't take the blame. But when they dropped 30 cents a gallon, he tried to take credit. He tried to say that his economic plan was working. That he alone is responsible for the drop in gasoline prices. Of course, that's a lie. Then, when inflation was flat from June of this year to July of this year, he tried to take credit for that after not taking responsibility for over a year and a half of rising inflation each and every month since he took office. 1.2% December of last year while Donald Trump was president. 1.2% Donald Trump's final month in office. Joe Biden took office January, the latter third of January, what, 20th, 21st of 2021. The February inflation rose dramatically. The March inflation rose dramatically. You have to excuse me. There's a moron driving just in front of me in a Mustang. He just tried to race a Tesla. And if you heard that buzzing noise, that was this clown sucking about a gallon of fuel through his intake and out of his exhaust. And he barely got around the Tesla, who doesn't look 
Oh, in fact, I'm going around the Tesla. He wasn't racing. It's an old man with his old wife in the car. I guess the guy in the Mustang likes to waste fuel and hear himself rattling down the highway. He must have welfare, social security supplemental income, food stamps, maybe some crazy checks coming for his kids. Must be nice to be able to piss away fuel like that. But let me get back to Joe Biden's inflation, where Joe Biden refuses to take responsibility for 18 months of rising prices, 18 months of supply chain shortages, 18 months of empty shelves, 18 months of a disastrous economy. And now inflation coupled with recession, he's not taking responsibility. The beginning signs of the recession, of course, we had two straight quarters or six months of negative gross domestic product growth while retail prices and wholesale prices were going up. It's kind of hard to do stagflation. It hasn't been done since Jimmy Carter, the Democrat, was president. Hasn't been done since then, but Joe Biden has managed to bring that back. Joe Biden has managed to bring back gasoline lines. Joe Biden has managed to bring back shortages in fuel supplies, baby formula, basic necessities, food, clothing, furniture, electronics. Oh, that's right. He tried to blame that on a chip shortage in China. A chip shortage in China. Had this country's Democratic Party done what Donald Trump tried to do from his first week in office, you know, make America great again, bring back manufacturing to this nation, had the Democratic Party in Congress not stopped him at every single turn of his presidency, every single week of his presidency, every single day, hour, minute, and second of his presidency, we probably would have never seen the chip shortage. We would have already been manufacturing those computer chips here in the U.S. Had Donald Trump been allowed to complete the big, beautiful border wall at the southern border, two and a half million to three million Mexicans, Hondurans, Guatemalans, Haitians, Colombians, and every other nationality sneaking, trespassing, invading, crossing our border unlawfully, they wouldn't have done so. There would not be that strain on our economy of millions of illegal, criminal, trespassing, law-breaking, disease-carrying, terroristic immigrants coming across our borders. Now Joe Biden's saying he has to finish sections of the wall for safety's sake. What about safety's sake the whole time Donald Trump was trying to finish the wall? Was there no safety concerns then? They just popped up on Biden's watch? Come on, man. Does Biden really think we're all that stupid? I know he thinks half of the country's that stupid. The half that supposedly voted for him. My friends, this country is headed in the wrong direction. 77% of Americans have said so in various polls. You have to put blame where blame belongs. Blame belongs on the guy who's running the country, Joseph R. Biden. 
It's that simple. They sure in hell would be blaming Trump right now if he were the president with massive inflation, recession happening, stagflation occurring, empty shelves, supply chain shortages, an unstable global scene. We had no fear of foreign nations under Donald Trump. North Korea was under control. Little rocket man wasn't shooting rockets across the sea. We didn't have China threatening to crush Taiwan. We didn't have Russia invading the Ukraine, not when Donald Trump was president. No, sir. But the media, the leftist, progressive, liberal, woke, mainstreamed media, refuse unequivocally to place the blame where it's squarely supposed to be blamed, on the shoulders of Mr. Joseph R. Ropey Joe Biden. And no one holds the media accountable. I was very disappointed this week to find out that Chris Cuomo, the liar, is going to work for News Nation. That was one cable news network that I was actually starting to like, but now they are no longer even on my dial. I have deleted them completely. You might want to think about the same thing. If they're willing to hire Chris Cuomo, what lies are they willing to tell you? My friends, that's all the time I have for this Sunday edition of the Truth Hurts program. Make it a great day. We'll see you next time. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. I apologize if you were offended, but I retract nothing. Background music provided by Jason Shaw and Audionautics. Mm-hmm.